The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. The guy who has great insight on what the college football postseason could be joins us now as we are joined every week by smoking Gary Stoken. Coach him up, home team. Coach him up. <laughs> it's a radio business. We got guys looking at the clock. We got guys that are abstaining from NBA talk. It's a radio. It's free-flowing is what it is, Gary Stoken. And you got to be able to roll with the – in football terms, call an audible. That's well, right. They, they're just worried about getting the ball. They want the ball to me. Well, uh, we're worried about uh, what these matchups are going to be. And, you know, right out of the gate, Georgia goes to number one last night. And we were talking earlier in the show, nobody – Right now, nobody is in in the college football playoff right now. You still have to win your way into something. Isn't that what makes the college football playoff rankings great and this time of the year great? Yeah, it really is. I, I don't know in the 10 years that we've been doing the CFP if we've seen a more interesting uh, final three weeks to college football here. Um, you know, Georgia jumps Ohio State, so Georgia – is right where it wants to be. It controls its own destiny with wins on the road at Tennessee and Georgia Tech and then beating Alabama in the SEC. But I'll give you one that you can talk about for the next hour with all your callers. If the Big Ten champ, Ohio State or Michigan, whoever wins, they'd probably be in. The ACC champ, if Florida State wins out at 13-0, and they're in. They're a champ, and they're undefeated. Pac-12 champ, if Oregon or Washington win out, particularly Washington, they go undefeated, beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. And then if Texas wins out and beats Oklahoma and Alabama beats Georgia, the SEC champ, I think, is going to be real interesting whether they get in the playoff or not. You're going to cause chaos with that kind of conversation, Gary Stoken. You're going to cause well, chaos in the streets. That's what David Dickey wanted me to do, so you get more <laughs> callers to call in, right? <laughs> so, we, Gary, we talked no, about – No, if you think about that, if you think about that, Ohio State or Michigan should be in. Florida State should be in. Washington should be in. And, again, we're, we're – prognosticating that they're going to go undefeated, which is more than unlikely. But if they do, and Texas, because they beat Alabama head-to-head and they're a conference champ, I think they may get the nod over Alabama if Alabama were to beat Georgia. So you could have a possibility where the SEC champ may not get in. And then Georgia ends up in the Peach Bowl, right? You know, it would be interesting. <laughs> you know, So now, Hudson, you bring up a good point. Now you look at – finally. The other, the other bowl games. So what will happen is the Orange Bowl will now select, and they'll take Louisville, who would have, in this scenario, lost to Florida State if Florida State's undefeated because they're the next-ranked ACC team. But then they have to select by contract the highest SEC, Big Ten, um, or Notre Dame. Mm. Well, if Ohio State and Michigan go into the Big Ten champion, undefeated at number two and three, 
And whoever loses that game in the Ohio State-Michigan game, they'll have one loss. Do you put them higher than Alabama, who's an SEC champ? Well, to your point, though, Gary, I have to ask you, I mean, to your point that, you know, Texas and just Alabama, um, which uh, overweighs the other? Head-to-head, the eye test, how you're trending, all those things that they are saying, the committee are saying, it leads up to the end of the season. So something that happened in week two, um, I mean, how do you weigh it? How would you weigh it? The first two things they'll look at is, number one is head-to-head. And number two, conference championship. So if you look at the first two, you know, Texas would be a conference champ. Alabama would be a conference champ. But head-to-head, Texas beat Alabama. If Texas only has one loss, in this case, and Alabama only one loss, you know, now you got to look at, okay, what's the rest of their schedule look like? What conference games did they play? Who did they beat? Ranked teams. You know, you can make the case for Alabama. Okay, they've beaten Tennessee, right? They've beaten um, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. They've beaten LSU. In the case of Texas, they would have beaten Oklahoma. They would have beaten Kansas State, and they'd have beat Kansas. And wow. I think they beat Oklahoma State. So they'd have four wins in top 25 if the season ended today. And Alabama, that'd be the fifth win. Yeah, that's right. And they had to head to Alabama. But Alabama, if that scenario continued, would have beaten Georgia. Georgia. The baddest team in the land. Yeah, but but if you go to -to head-to-head, which, you know, again, this has Georgia losing, which I'm not saying they're going to lose. Right, of course. In this scenario – you know, Texas wins the head-to-head against Alabama. They're both conference champs. Now you got to look at their their wins against teams over 500. You know, and that's going to get real nitty-gritty there. I haven't done all that analysis, but uh, <laughs> there is a scenario. You know where? So now back to Hudson's point. Now you potentially have Georgia, Alabama, uh, Louisville. The Big Ten loser would probably go to the Orange Bowl to play Louisville. And you got um, Georgia, Alabama, Washington, Oregon, loser. Tulane, the group of five. And then you got a, a dogfight between Missouri, Penn State, and Ole Miss to get into the New Year's Six games. Is is there any scenario, Gary, where you see if Georgia loses in the SEC title and Ohio State loses in the Big Ten title game, where those two teams meet up again? this year in a bowl game that's not a college football playoff? Like, I know those two teams played last year in a playoff, but I'm, I'm fascinated to know that since those teams played each other a year ago, um, would a bowl committee be reluctant to choose that matchup again? Well, again, uh, and they played in our game, our Chick-fil-A right. people, with 22.5 million viewers, which was top 20 all-time cable TV broadcast in history. But um, – the, the committee would make the selection, number one. We wouldn't make a selection. Number two, all the committee does is look at the schedule that they played this year, so they wouldn't care about who played who last year. They do try and stay away from rematches. So, in other words, if Ole Miss and Tulane both get in, since they played in the regular season, they probably wouldn't match them up. Uh, and then to your other point, 
is because the Orange Bowl committee has contracts with the SEC, Big Ten, and Notre Dame on one side, they're obligated to select the highest-ranked SEC or Big Ten or Notre Dame. So Notre Dame is down at number 19, so they'd be out. You know, in the final rankings, does Georgia, with a loss to Alabama, rank higher than Ohio State? Uh, if they went out and lose uh, to Michigan, they'd be, what, 12 and 11 yeah. and 1. Yeah. That's, that's where the committee's got to make uh, – you know, selection as to where they're going to put Georgia and Ohio State. Hmm. And at that point, the Orange Bowl will take the winner, or not the winner, but the highest-ranked uh, SEC or Big Ten. So whoever's highest-ranked, Ohio State or Michigan or Georgia, that's who they put in the Orange Bowl. Hmm. Good conversation. We all like this part because we try to figure out who we think is the best. The college football playoff committee still has the schedule to play itself out. Championship games, rivalry games, slip-ups, maybe some shockers at the end of the season. So, Great time for college football fans because nothing, with all that's been played and earned right now with the rankings, nothing has been decided, which is exactly what the college football playoff committee wants. And we look forward to talking to you next week, Gary. Okay, guys. Great to be with you. Have a great week. Smoking Gary Stoken, president and CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing, or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 